Our text today comes from Matthew, the 22nd chapter, verses 15 through 22. And you can follow along in your bulletin on page 6. Then the Pharisees went and plotted to entrap him in what he said. So they sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are sincere and teach the way of God in accordance with truth and show deference to no one, for you do not regard people with partiality. Tell us then, what do you think? Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, Why are you putting me to the test, you hypocrites? Show me the coin you used for the tax. They brought him a denarius. Then he said, Whose head is this and whose title? They answered, Caesar's. Then he said to him, said to them, Give to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. When they heard this, they were amazed, and they left him and went away. This is the word of God for all the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. This is an interesting text in Matthew to talk about right now, because kind of right now and into the next month, a lot of churches are going to be start, starting their stewardship campaigns. And this is their campaign where they ask people to consider making a pledge for the upcoming year. So pastors are always kind of thinking, what kind of stewardship sermons are they going to give um, to kind of help? either kick off or, or off, offer a capstone to uh, the stewardship drive. And the thing of the matter here, here in this text is that I think Jesus kind of gives the worst stewardship sermon ever. He calls people hypocrites and tells them to give to Caesar what is Caesar and God's what is God's, which is not really, I don't think, the best way of trying to entice people to give. I mean, I, I cannot imagine Jesus hosting a pledge drive on public radio. You know, I'm kind of imagining him saying, support public radio, you hypocrites. Oh, and get a tote bag. So this is not the easiest text to understand in some ways, but I think, though, that there are a few themes that are kind of milling around here that are important. The first is loyalty. Who do we give the ultimate allegiance? The second theme here, of course, is the one I just mentioned, stewardship. What do we do with the resources that we have? And then finally, authenticity. Are we who we say we are? Jesus in this text is in the temple, and these two groups of religious leaders come towards him, and they're two groups that actually normally are at odds with each other. The first are the Herodians. They are supporters of Herod, the vassal king of Israel that is put in his place by Rome. The second group are the Pharisees. Pharisees have long been kind of tossing with Jesus. They are the lay leaders that want to keep the Jewish faith alive, especially in this time of when 
um, Israel is um, occupied by Rome. But they don't want to make too much waves. They don't want to incur the wrath of Rome. So it is these two groups that come, and they have a common enemy, and it's Jesus. And they come to Jesus with sweet words, and Jesus, of course, responds by calling them hypocrites. And we see why in a bit. They ask him this question, should you pay taxes to Rome or not? They ask him the question because, of course, they're not interested in knowledge. They want to get Jesus in trouble. They know that if he says that it's wrong for Jews to pay the tax, he will be seen as a rabble-rouser and will, again, be put into and incur the wrath of Rome. If he says that it's okay to pay the tax, go ahead, then he's seen as a collaborator and would lose favor with the crowd. So his interlocutors were probably sitting here thinking they had asked the perfect question. They got Jesus right where they wanted him. They were ready and willing and eager for him to say something, anything, because they knew that whatever he said was going to get him into trouble. But just like Wiley Coyote, if you remember Wiley Coyote, who thinks that he has outsmarted the roadrunner, finally, the Pharisees and the Herodians are basically going to have an acne anvil drop on their head. He asks them the simple question, do you have a coin? And they readily produce a coin, and it's right there that they lost. The problem isn't that they have a coin. The coin is what you have to use to pay for things. But it's where they produced the coin and what was on the coin. They were in the temple of Jerusalem. And the coins that they had bear the image of the emperor, who in Roman culture was regarded as a god. And of course, the Ten Commandments had something to say about graven images, and here was a graven image in their hand in the temple. Jesus, simply by doing that, had called out both groups as hypocrites. They wanted to show Jesus as inauthentic, and in reality, Jesus shows them as the ones who are not authentic. Jesus tells them, to give to Caesar what is Caesar's and to give to God what is God. Jesus didn't say down with Rome and he did not say hail Caesar. Instead, he said to go ahead, pay the tax if you want, but give to God what belongs to God. And what belongs to God is basically everything. Now, it's easy to look at this and and with the Pharisees always kind of being that foil to kind of look down at these foolish men who were so compromised. They want to appear like they're pure. And in fact, in reality, they've made all of these compromises with the powers that be. And in many cases, what they end up doing is putting God in second place in their quest for power 
and for control. But the thing is, what does this text say to us? Because the fact of the matter is, we also, you and I, also deal with divided loyalties. You and I are compromised. We have our loyalty to our friends, to our nation, maybe even, and probably especially these days, political parties. We all have loyalties. But what is our ultimate loyalty? There is the rub. Jesus challenged his questioners when he made them reveal their true loyalties. And it wasn't God. And we have to search our own hearts and minds to know when have we put something else as our ultimate allegiance and our ultimate loyalty. We like to think that we put Jesus first, but we have to be honest. Too often we put other things ahead of Jesus. This text also has something to say about stewardship. God has given us everything. How are we using what God has given us to further God's glory and God's kingdom? The religious leaders in many ways were terrible stewards. They weren't giving very much to God. In many cases, they might say they were giving to God, but their hearts, their inner hearts, proved otherwise. Everything that we have is from God. So the resources that we have should be used to give God's glory and honor, should be witness to God in our world. That, of course, includes our money, but that includes other things, our time, how we care for others. How are we using our resources to help others and to glorify God? Jesus called out the religious leaders, especially for how they treated others, especially for how they treated the poor. The final thing is authenticity. Are we living a holy life? Are we, as I said earlier, who we say we are? Hypocrisy is a word that we hear a lot these days, and we like to hurl it at each other. And hypocrisy, if you find and learn the Greek root, refers to and can use the word play acting or acting out. The Pharisees and the Herodians were were kind of acting out. They had their role to play, and they made themselves look very good. But they aren't who they seem to be. And the thing about hypocrisy is that sooner or later it gets found out. And Jesus sussed that out. Are we who we say we are? We call ourselves Christians. We call ourselves followers of Jesus. Are we living up to that name? As I said earlier, we aren't that different in some ways from the religious leaders. We have our own divided loyalties. Jesus doesn't say down with Caesar, as I said earlier. He tells them in some ways to pay the tax. 
But the fact of the matter is the tax was never the real issue here, was it? What mattered was what the religious leaders were doing for God, how they were living. That's what mattered. In some versions of the Bible, Jesus says in that word where he talks about rendering to Caesar what is Caesar's and rendering to God what is God, is a word that means in Greek to give away one's profit, one's own profit, for what is one's own. Jesus was saying that if you're going to give to God, you're going to need to give everything to God. And in in essence, you're going to have to give either to Caesar or to God, but you're going to have to pick one. The tax wasn't the problem. Go ahead, pay the tax. That could be a good thing. But what is your heart? What is in your heart? Is God first? Are you thinking about godly things? Or are you not? Are you just play acting? Are you just putting on a show? Right now, we're not as a congregation doing a stewardship campaign right now. But the concept, the belief of stewardship matters. Stewardship is always a challenge because it sounds like you're just asking for money. But let's be honest, we are asking for money. But stewardship is also about discipleship. It's also about showing in our words, in our actions, in our budget, who is Lord of our lives? Who are we giving our all to? Is Jesus the Lord of our checkbook? And is Jesus Lord not just of our checkbook, but of our very lives? Render to Caesar what is Caesar's and render to God what is God's. What do we give to God? The answer is everything. How we live that out remains to be seen. But the answer is we give everything, our all, to God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Hello, and welcome to the Sermon Podcast, the First Christian Church of St. Paul, located in Roseville, Minnesota. We are a congregation of the Christian Church, Disciples of Christ, united in Christ for the sake of the world. Join us for worship in person or via live stream, Sundays at 11 a.m. You can learn more about us by going to fccstpaul.org. Here's this week's sermon. <music> 